Hello, this is Musically Cogitating, a show about music, the people who make it, and about how all of that continues to impact the way that you and I live our everyday lives. If this is your first time, or if you've listened to every single episode of this podcast, thank you so much and welcome. I'm your host, Siad Wells. Again, like I said, thank you so much for joining me here today. If you could, please go ahead and use the link in the show notes to review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or uh, Podchaser. That would be really, really amazing. And also check the show notes for any important and relevant links, including a link to the transcript for this episode. So I'm getting back to doing transcripts and the link for that will be in the show notes. So I had a different topic planned for this week and in a sudden stroke of genius, as I'll say, or you could just say I got inspired, I decided that I wanted to cover something that felt a little bit more timely, but also something that is really important to me and continues to be something that I want to talk about, not only on this show, but in all of the other places where I talk about music and recording and being an artist and supporting artists and all of those types of things. So this week, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot going on in the music community broadly, in in the music industry if you would like to call it such a thing. Although industry seems a little bit too formal, but you know, I like to call it a community because that's what we really are. We're a podcast community and we are a music community. So if you haven't heard, or maybe you're just not really interested, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, I'm going to to break down what, what happened. What happened this week or this past week and what's going to happen this coming up week between Spotify and pretty much everyone else. So at the beginning of last week, Neil Young, who is a Canadian American songwriter, guitar player, informed Spotify and that he was going to take his music off of the platform because of the continued support that Spotify gives to Joe Rogan. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the details about Joe Rogan because I don't really want to do that. I don't think that's super relevant to what I want to talk about from my particular angle. But what is happening is that Joe Rogan runs what's called the biggest podcast in the world. And his podcast is a, a Spotify exclusive. And in his podcast, he usually talks about really controversial things. And as of late, it has come to the attention of a lot of people that his podcast and his guests spread misinformation about COVID-19 broadly and the efficacy of vaccines. So by way of this show being exclusive to Spotify because Spotify has a deal with Rogan and they pay like they pay him like a million dollars an episode or something you know astronomical like that by way of him being a part of the platform 
people are kind of taking Spotify to task and saying, you know, you shouldn't continue to allow his podcast or any other podcasts or any type of content on the platform to continue to be there if it is going to spread dangerous information about our current public health crisis. And so, you know, I don't listen to the show. Like I said, it's not really my style of podcast, although this one is, of course, (laughs) it's not really my style, but I, I do know that, you know, this is an ongoing thing with Joe Rogan. And I think he had this problem on YouTube. And so, you know, it's kind of, he's going around seeing who will let him be there and whatever, whatever. So this is the quote um, that Neil Young said when he was announcing to the world in an open letter that he was going to take his music off of Spotify. He said, quote, I support free speech. I have never been in favor of censorship. Private companies have the right to choose what they profit from, just as I can choose not to have my music support a platform that disseminates harmful information. I am happy and proud to stand in solidarity with the frontline healthcare workers who risk their lives every day to help others. And that's the end of the quote. So, of course, you know, me, I'm in support of stopping the spread of misinformation and all that comes along with that. So, of course, essentially, Neil Young said, you know, you either going to take down this podcast or I am going to take down my music. And of course, Spotify pretty much opened the door for Neil Young and waved and then kicked him out. And as a result, his music is no longer on the platform. Side note, Apple Music, and his music has always been on Apple Music and like uh, Koba's and other streaming platforms. And I think Neil Young also owns HD Tracks, so it's which is a download a digital download store or at least one of those platforms so it's really interesting that all of a sudden neil young is upset with spotify about streaming and this particular thing when he of course has like other ways to make money and care and he doesn't need spotify anyway but side note apple music was making all of these like really interesting tweets about you know come come to apple music where neil young's music is and, and all of this stuff so it was just really interesting to see there's always this subtle but not so subtle streaming war going on between all of the the two major platforms and again there are other streaming platforms where yes you can find neil young's music and music of a lot of other people so All of this controversy with Spotify and Neil Young and several other artists who decided they were going to take their music away from the platform, including um, Joni Mitchell, this started a lot of controversy about uh, misinformation. I'm not going to say controversy. I'm going to say it started a conversation about misinformation, censorship, corporate responsibility, that's what I call it, money, power, and many other things. And not only have musicians kind of come up and started to support Neil Young and decided that they too were going to take their music off of the platform. But there are some other famous podcasters whose podcasts are also Spotify exclusives who said they wouldn't be posting until like Spotify figures this out. And no one really, everyone was really vague about it. No one really said, hey, we're going to, you know, not 
put up a show until you take Joe Rogan away. It was more of just like, until Spotify decides to put out a press release that I'm happy with, I'm not going to post any more shows. And that's totally fine. You know, like it's, it's not a big deal. I don't listen to anything that is exclusive to Spotify anyway. So that's not affecting, you know, my information uh, diet, my entertainment consumption, but I'm sure for a few people, it totally will. And that's an unfortunate thing because those things are important to us, whether it is that we learn something educational or informational, or if it's something that we just enjoy, you know, anytime that something that we enjoy no longer exists, even for a short period of time, it can just be a a little hmm, disappointing. So what's interesting too, is that according to Spotify, they do take down misinformation apparently across thousands of podcasts on their platform and none of this can actually be confirmed like no one actually knows if Spotify actually does take down podcasts that spread harmful and dangerous information relevant to our public health crisis but other things as well so you know we don't really know if that's true but that's what they say so if you want to believe that, that's totally fine. Many other musicians, of course, have come out and said they'll be taking their music away from the platform. So this is important. This is what I want to talk about. More on that in just a second. Out of all of this, though, the one thing that to me and to others that is abundantly clear is that Spotify isn't really concerned with people. So I'm going to call people musicians and consumers, uh, music listeners, podcast listeners, they're not really consumed with people leaving the platform. Although apparently last week they lost like $4 billion in market value, according to what I read. And I'll have that article linked. So maybe they do care a little bit, but I think they're not going to really change their behavior. I think that they will continue to support the spread of dangerous ideas and misinformation. And that's because of how their business model works. So they don't really care about Neil Young or Johnny Mitchell or anyone else who has music on the platform because like I said, how their business model works, they don't really make money off of those people anyway. And neither do that many artists, at least some of the, the, the bigger ones, they don't make a lot of money off of the platforms anyway. And, and like I said, Neil Young doesn't really need Spotify. So it's also really interesting that he's the one around which all of this controversy sits, but that's, that's neither here nor there. When you stream a podcast on Spotify, that's when they make money because they own a lot of podcasting companies and things like that. Um, but they, and they also own a lot of the podcasts and the content. So they are able to make money off of that from advertising and, and having owned the podcast. And when you stream music, it doesn't necessarily work that way. There was also some drama about Spotify not letting people cancel their accounts. So when Neil Young said bye, a lot of people also wanted to follow Neil Young. And I think there are two reasons why there were 
not letting people cancel their accounts. One reason was, of course, they don't want people to cancel their accounts, so they made it difficult, and their system couldn't handle couldn't handle the influx of cancellations, and they got back up. Also, 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 apparently, after you've decided to cancel your account, the very last page that you see, like in in the web view in Spotify, is like a playlist telling you like goodbye see you later so that's just something and I don't I don't know if that's true but if it is wow <laughs> like we will definitely have to talk about that so ultimately it doesn't really matter to Spotify if the artists are there or not because they're not really making money on music we all know that Spotify is also the world's biggest if not second largest podcast platform and so they are less concerned with music and most concerned with podcasts which is why they will continue to allow you know podcasts spread information that is dangerous and harmful to the lives of people all around the world now i want to talk about why now why this moment and to be frank to be honest i am not really sure because podcasts like like joe rogan's and like those that spread similar types of information and have really bad things that they say in them they're not um new they've been around for a really long time and you know controversy isn't new to spotify in general it's not new to these types of platforms and so what is it that you know made it really relevant and important now and i think that people are kind of just fed up with what's happening and they're tired of hearing about it and so they want to say something they want to do something they want it to go away and sure like that's also a thing i think another reason is that some people are seeing that they actually have the power to influence change in our community and in our society and so they're saying you know hey i'm going to do something i'm going to stand up on behalf of all of those who don't have the same privilege or opportunities that i do and i'm going to say hey this is wrong and i think that's a good thing and ultimately after all we vote with our dollar right you know if you give money to a company that can be one way of saying that you're okay with what that company is doing whether it is something positive that that company is doing or if that company is continuing to perpetuate harm on people and the environment and everything else now this is not an absolute um we're gonna cc amazon and anything related to amazon on this because a lot of us do not necessarily love using amazon but we are in a position where amazon has become our only choice and so i totally understand that it is really complicated but one way of showing support for a company is to continue to be a customer and so if you no longer want to be a customer you can take your dollars in and use them elsewhere so people are really seeing that they can take a stand i think also this is about control it's not super well known how all of this works and this is on purpose record companies don't want you to know 
how all of of this works but it's not super well known that a lot of artists don't actually own their music anymore some of them own it a lot of them don't a lot of it is owned by record labels and even more now music and copyrights and masters and all of that is owned by hedge funds so when you were streaming anyways it probably like a lot of that three tenths of a penny or whatever of a cent it wasn't going to the individual artists or to the funds that pay the artists anyway it was going to these hedge funds and people who don't care who are not artists who don't support artists who don't like music at all who aren't concerned for our community so it was just about you know these people who are trying to make a quick buck and i think that is one of the reasons why we're not seeing more artists leave the platform and it's because they can't like they cannot take their music and say oh this isn't going to be a place where it exists anymore because they don't control their music in a way that would allow for them to make that decision and even if they did it doesn't mean that they would be afforded like i said the same privilege and opportunity that folks like neil young and johnny mitchell and other people do because you know for the people who do get some money the smaller artists like myself who do get money from streaming you know that supports our careers and our livelihoods and our families and so we might not be able to just take our music away from a platform where where we do receive actual revenue so i think what this moment is telling us is that if you are an artist and you feel inclined you can take a stand against something that you don't like I think that that's ultimately what this is saying. So it's not really about Spotify. It's not really about the spread of misinformation. It's about artists being in control of their music and wanting to take a stand against something that they don't like. And I think that we will see more of this happening. More and more people are feeling inclined and emboldened to stand up against large companies. Only, unfortunately, it seems that this matters when large amounts of money are involved and for people like me and like you canceling our accounts taking our music away doesn't often impact the bottom line in a way that we would hope but yes famous people large groups of people with lots of power and influence can get a lot of people listening it still doesn't mean that spotify is going to do anything or you know you could interchange spotify really with any platform or company it doesn't mean they're going to do anything but you know as I always like to say, at least people will be tweeting about it. So what does that mean for you? Like, how does this impact your life as someone who is listening to podcasts like this one or who is just listening to music and consumes music as part of your everyday life? And I think that it means that we're, is that we're going to have to get used to the idea that not everything is going to be available everywhere. And we are, we are used to this with TV and visual media because we've come to accept and pay for all of these different tv streaming services you know back in the day it was our hope and our dream that we could just have a la carte cable and now that we have a la carte cable we spend more money than we did 
before because we have to have a subscription for each individual streaming platform. And I think we've come to accept this, but we're not used to this with podcasts and with music because to some degree, we don't see enough of what goes into making music. We don't understand how much it costs. And so because we can't see it, we assume that it doesn't cost a lot to make it. Therefore, we believe that it should receive less monetary compensation. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't value music in their lives because I think that they do. I value music so much. I mean, maybe I'm the exception because I pay for a lot of music, but I think people in general, even if they don't, they value music as part of their lives. And so they do really care. And I think that the streaming model has negatively influenced our relationship to compensation and value when it comes to paying for and listening to music. Of course, this doesn't bring into account touring and merch and all that. The other ways that artists make money, which is a different podcast and probably a different series all in itself. But as listeners and as consumers, we're going to need to understand that we will need to invest in artists. And we're, we're going to be able to do that. We're going to need to do that in two ways. So we're going to need to own more of the music that we want via digital and analog consumption formats because it's not going to be available everywhere. And we need to understand that we might need more than one streaming platform subscription, which is not what people want to hear. We want one thing to cover it all. What we used to have for cable and still do have for cable is what we want for music and we're not going to be able to have that anymore and i think that as music lovers we will need to ultimately renew our commitment to supporting individual artists and artistic communities at large so supporting artists as individuals or as groups and as part of our community we will have to support them and we will have to work diligently to focus not so much on these large companies, be it Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal. You know, we're going to have to focus on doing it for the individual people, the people who make the music, the people who actually impact our lives. It's because it's not Spotify who actually impacts my life. It is all of the people in the Musically Cogitating playlist whose music that I really enjoy, and I think you would too. It's those people who impact mine and your life so we're gonna have to make some decisions we're gonna have to think about the individual artists the groups of artists who we want to support who we want to continue to exist now and you know long into the future because these large companies they don't care about you they don't care about me they don't care about artists they tend to actually abuse and neglect artists And so we will just need to continue to care about people more deeply. And sure, we may not always be able to make such choices on on a large scale for everyone, but we can do this for some of the people whose music impacts our lives, who it gives meaning to, whose music is, you know, the soundtrack to our lives. Like we can pick a few people and really support them diligently. And if we all did that, I think we could be in the same place or even a better place artistically. You know, artists, we call ourselves the 
culture bearers, you know, the people who continue to make and shape culture. And we are such a part of culture. We are so valued that other people get to make money off of our work. They make more money off of our work than we do. And it's time to change that, even if it's only in a small and subtle way as, you know, you and and me as consumers. Because when artists take a stand, when artists call for change, things change and things happen. And artists are a part of that change. And so we need to pay attention to this sooner when people who are not, you know, really large artists, even Taylor Swift, who, you know, has had controversy with the different platforms, like we need to listen to all of the smaller artists as well. Because even though you might say, well, no, no one's talking about it. People are always definitely talking about it. You just have to make sure that you're listening. So I'm saying all this to say that you don't have to cancel your account. I'm not asking you to cancel your account or anything like that. But what I am asking is that you look for ways to support individual artists and artistic communities that are more impactful and meaningful and that you always listen to artists not just the really popular ones so since this is a show about music it's time for me to recommend to you something to listen to and ooh, i gotta go in this week i'm gonna recommend emanation by emmanuel wilkins and yes this is jazz because it's jazz but this this song is so good and it just came out uh, this past week and so I would highly recommend you take a listen it is linked in the show notes like it always is so don't forget to follow the podcast on social media and to visit the website and to read through the transcripts so that you can share and send those transcripts to other people if they would prefer that as a way of consuming this podcast also we have a newsletter I'll be sending out another one of those newsletters really, really soon. Please give the show a like, a rating, and review. Podchaser, our podcasts, uh, Spotify, if that is available. And if if this podcast is even going to be on Spotify, who knows? Podcast might just implode. <laughs> if it's going to be there, uh, then all of that will be linked in the show notes. And I would really appreciate it if you gave the show a review if you don't want to give a review but you want to just slide into my twitter dms or instagram dms um, at musically cogitating is where that can be found link in the show notes you can also buy a pin a bookmark and a t-shirt all of that will be linked and you can support using the buy me a coffee platform so that's all i have for you today we'll be back very very soon sooner than you think with the next episode of the musically cogitating podcast until then